Welcome back to Soccer Card Tonight. It's time for episode 161 of the greatest soccer card podcast in the world. My name is Jason. That's Enzo. Hi, Enzo. Hello, Jason. We're both in light blue today. Yeah, that's how we're feeling. Um, sunny skies here at Soccer Card Tonight at HQ. Clear, clear blue skies. It's been a brilliant couple of days over here in the city, Jason. It has. It's been it's been very nice, and we're enjoying it. Um, big big show today. Lots of news. Lots of hobby news. Okay. Um, and we're going to start with a product a highly highly hotly anticipated product which mm. is due to launch um, tomorrow and that is Syria A Select um, so we've seen La Liga Select we have we've seen Premier League Select we have and um, God knows we've had our battles with Premier League Select we'll talk oh about that later God. in the show um, and we're getting Syria and then we're getting FIFA but now it's time for, for Syria um, so let's go to the old share screen here um, because a checklist was added on Cardboard Connection oh my God. for this. So, I can confirm to you that Kavicha Kavatskalia is on the checklist. Let's go. Now, he was in the images. We knew that. Come he on. was in the images, but then there were some rumors that maybe he wasn't going to make it make it, and all that stuff. Mm. Um, but he, he has made it. And so, just to do a quick, because I know he's the big chase, um, just to do a big, a little quick check. So, he's not on the base terrace. A terrace checklist. Okay. He is on mezzanine, and he is on field level, just like Evan Ferguson in EPL. Okay, so you're saying potentially a later edition. Could could have been, could have been. Okay. Or at just least short print. Short print, yeah. He's on the artistic impressions um, uh, checklist. I believe that's a case, case hit. hit. Yeah, that's a case hit. Uh, select future, not a case hit. That's a. He's on that as well, and he's also on the stained glass. Oh yeah, set checklist. So you're looking at a stained glass uh, Cavaradonna. That would be unbelievable. Enzo, there, of course, there are team badges, and you could get an AC Milan team badge. That'd be fun. My 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 big dream is to get to one on one of that, Jason. But my my big dream again is for this to come out next year and have that Frosinone badge. Mm. I would die. That'd be great. I would die. Um, so it's it's kind of exciting. The other kind of rookie that we've been talking about for Serie A this year is Rasmus Hoyland. Um. And he is also on the checklist. He's in the terrace. Yeah, had a big international break. And he's in the stained glass. So he, he only has one of the base sets and one of the case hits. So Rasmus Hoyland in the Atlanta uh, colours as well. A potential a potential chase. Looking at some of the images here, you have uh, Nico Barella, Kavica, uh, Dusan Vlajevic... Charles de Kedler equalizers, Giorgio Scalvini, highly rated centre back for Atalanta. And there's what the stained glass design looks like. We've seen it in the other um, selects. Martin Satriano there for Empoli, Paolo Dybala, Patch, Giorgio Bajorxi, uh, Auto. So, very exciting product. We saw that La Liga dried up super quick. Mm. Um, EPL did not dry up super quick. Um, there was a huge difference in the print run. Huge difference in the print run, yeah. So, we'd be interested to see where this where this falls compared to those two. Yeah, I'd be interested to see where it drops at because I think Panini America had four hundred and thirty dollars release for I believe the La Liga, and then it yeah. was two seventy five for the Premier League. Right. So that kind of, and I think it's we're on record after the checklist came out saying that Syria is slightly shorter print than La Liga. Mm. and obviously I would say out of the three has the biggest chase is that fair yeah definitely yeah, yeah. I think I think Kavara is definitely the rookie of the year of the year yeah 
it's hard to hard to put a uh, you can't win the league with Napoli and do what he did no um, some uh, the dual swatches um, here you've got other stuff Rafael Liao Charles de Ketelaer uh, Mike Magnon uh, Fakaya Tamori um, oh Martinez uh, Rattan Martinez and uh, Romelu Lukaku Lula they call them oh yeah Again, that's big for Inter as well they are in the final of the Champions League they, if they went on to win it they probably yeah. won't but if they did this set for Inter fans probably becomes this this yeah this Inter squad mm. suddenly become more, um, more relevant more relevant let's have a look and see is there any uh, let me see legend what were we like legend always David Trezeguet for Juventus uh, or nine for uh, Inter that's really good uh, Arturo Vidal for Inter do, 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 do. Rafa Marquez for Hellas Verona late era Rafa Marquez is Ronaldo in this one uh, I don't know Chris, yeah he is for Juventus Um, let's see Yap Stam for Lazio interesting pitch side signatures all sorts of stuff so I'm, I'm excited for this Um, how long do you think it takes for that 101 Cavaradona to be hit day one day one hit day one but like, do you think it's just because a lot is going to get ripped there's not a lot it's not, not a big print run but this is the great uh, uh, mystery isn't it mm. you know why Why do these things seem to be hit almost immediately we never know we never know um, there's also autograph memorabilia stuff and which features a peacock parallel which always look good too so this is exciting I'm very excited for this yeah I, I'm I'm now I can only imagine having kind of gotten into select breaks for the Evan Ferguson thing mm. I would not even dream of going near imagine the Napoli spot this year oh my god it's going to be unbelievable it's going to be absolutely Raspadori in the mix as well Raspadori's in there um, obviously Victor Osman everyone's going to want your Victor Osman cards select like um, but this whole Slick Vic Slick Vic Osman did you see my big sale on Com C yeah huge 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 like what do you think? Like his rookies are, are sporadically around. I think Chronicles, uh, La Liga Mosaic. And Who are we talking about? Slick Vic. For for back back. Merlin. Merlin, yeah. So Merlin, he has a rated rookie. He has a Merlin, and he has a mosaic. He might have two mosaics. What's his mosaic? Serie A mosaic. Serie A mosaic. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Is it what's the green one we have? That's from Merlin, is it? That's yeah. from Merlin. Yeah. So yeah, he has a Merlin. And then I think we just got. Did we just get? We a, just got a Serie A mosaic. Serie yeah, A mosaic. Yeah. So we got a Merlin a mosaic, and he also has a rated rookie from Chronicles, I believe. Mm. He he has some fire fire cards, people. Got some great cards, and um, this yeah. is just this is just great to see for the purists. Mm-hmm. His rookie is a Leal sticker and or a Leal match attack. Yeah. Or. Or the under-17 yeah. World Cup. Nigeria. Um, the great thing about this set coming out, Serie A Select coming out, especially if it's short print run, is mm. that we had... This has been the best season for Italian clubs in Europe mm. by a long way. I mean, obviously, Inter and Milan in the semi-final of Champions League. Juventus and Roma in the semi-finals of the Europa League. Very exciting. So this is a high-profile time and a high-profile set. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Dropping tomorrow. I'll, uh, Enzo, over or under what La Liga dropped at? Oh. Maybe the same. The same. Maybe a little bit. Like, I think over Premier League. Yeah. I don't know. But I was told it was an EU exclusive, so I don't really know. It was on the Panini America. I mean, again, EU Asia exclusive. I think that's why people like the print run is smaller. 
It's on Panini America's coming soon, but people noted that the timer has disappeared. Right. There was a timer. So it might not be... And like this one, by the way, it says you're only led by five per order. Mm. I believe it said. Whereas I think EPL, you were able to do 12. Again, that just kind of hints at the print run. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. It's a beautiful, beautiful one for Italian football fans. And obviously the big, big Jace, Cavaradona. Very exciting. I don't know if you have it on the docket, the Chronicles. Do you have Chronicles on the docket? Uh, but Chronicles coming back? No, we did that last week. Yeah. But that there, there's a Cavaradonna rookie ticket. Oh, I don't think I had that. Well, there you go. Um, you don't really need to pull it up. But people there is. can, people can be, imagine what that might be like. There will be a rookie ticket, I believe, Cavaradonna in, in that one. Will there be a rookie ticket, Evan Ferguson, in the Premier League? I don't have the answer. i just seen the Cavaradonna. I need to know. I know you need to know. I have questions and I need <coughs> answers. Um, then over in... So that's Panini... Uh, over in Topsland, Tops World, uh, we had uh, an announcement for something called the Grail. There you go if you want to see it though, Jason, real quick. Let me have a look. Oh yeah, very good. There you go. So you can just show the camera. There, there, the camera. They see they it. See they, it. See they, it. See they see it. They see it. They see it. They love it. They, they love it. They can't get it. enough. Yeah. They cannot get enough. So we had this whole thing with the with the Erling Haaland Chrome card mm. that said one of nine yes we did that came out of flagship there was all this debate going on um, debate was raging on was this a mistake was this real then you came on this show and scooped and said it's deliberate it's deliberate I knew I knew um, and then the debate still raged on raged like crazy and now Tops have come out this is a tweet from Tops UK introducing the grail Nine short printed chrome cards hidden across multiple different tops releases. Card number one of the Grail can now be found in twenty two twenty three flagship, and that was, of course was the Erling Haaland uh, stained glass looking yoke. Mm. So um, it's got this whole kind of like quest thing. You're the quest. You're, thing. you're building it into one image. Um. Exciting I, stuff. When I first seen that image, I thought the grey in the background, I thought that was the DFB Bocal. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was for a second. I said, what's that? Um, so Haaland makes up the top left and that card was in flagship. Right. And so across the eight other products, the idea is that across eight other products, we're going to get... Another grey uh, Yeah. So each each of these products is going to have a grey card within them. And then if you get... Them all. Them all. You make that. And then what happens? You complete the quest. I get confused. Well, I have a few bits here, right? Okay. To, to break down on that tweet. The hashtag choose wisely. Yeah. I don't really get that. It's a reference to uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Okay, geez. The one beside it, the hashtag hobby. Look at Panini with that scoop. Yeah. Of rated rookie popping mm. up beside that. Have you noticed, Jason, on Twitter, um, this new feature of, like, associated accounts? No. Alright, go on to Tops US. You you should be able to see it. Tops US. Yeah, there you're gonna see it. Okay. Yeah. There beside the tick. Oh. Did you see that? Right. It's a new Twitter feature. This is because of the whole verification thing. I don't, I don't know what that is, but you're able to basically. I think it's just a new feature. You're able to link in your association to another. Yeah. Account. So, for example, Jason, your Jason Flynn. Twitter account could have sock cards United there I believe wow wouldn't that be something wouldn't be good for the company let me tell you that <laughs> you meant to have not associated better to have a disclaimer in the bio oh my god um, 
personal opinions only. I thought that was cool. That is cool. Um, you know, Twitter gets a lot of hate. Doing some great work over there at uh, at Twitter. Um, let's see some of the feedback on this stuff. Uh, Junk Wax to Jackie says, I love the concept. I think the cross product collecting is a good marketing idea. They named the number that is in a way it makes no sense and be hard to find on eBay. Gonna have to set up a couple of searches. Okay, that was one thing that we saw a couple of people talking about was that this Erling Haaland card has no uh, has no kind of identifiable background. Background. But I suppose you just call it Haaland Grail. Yeah, but like people obviously there was a lot of debate about this because people were like some people hit this thought it was an error card it's listed on ebay's error cards other people bought it thinking it was of nine like there was only nine created because of the one of nine and ultimately people are like how do we identify it and it's like is this a good or a bad thing i don't hate it i understand all the, the rage and people just being kind of moany but for me i'm like it's similar to like the panini stickers in the world cup like you hit a 101 you stick it in an album it wasn't very clear it was a 101 get over it yeah that, like it's like someone. Well, there's always going to be yeah. Someone's always going to. Ultimately, I think it's class. That's that's like you know. I mean, ultimately, I'm like that's cool. I like the kind of jeopardy of people like not knowing what they had. Like some fella had three because it was a collation issue. Mm. Some French guy, I think. And I was trying. I was going to try it in, in the end. I was going to try my best to get one off him. Yeah. Assuming he didn't know that they were super rare. Do you know? Mm. But I just like it. It's cool. I, I understand like there should be an identifier on the back to make even grading easier and stuff like that. But like it's obviously a new edition. It's obviously a bit of a woo. So like. Don't be so miserable, you know. Just be like, "That's cool." Yeah, I think it. I think it is cool. I think it, like there's always gonna be. Uh, and like they announced it now. There's eight more sets coming out. People are like, "Why didn't you announce it before the set came out?" It's like, I think that's the point. Buy yeah. the box. Someone hits the grail. And now it's kind of a what? What's this? Is that the whole point? Yeah, I also like the idea that you could. You kind of now have a different have a reason to, uh, go back to the rest of like if you hit, say on the ninth the ninth product that has this. Mm. You hit a Grail card. Let's say it's I don't know. By that stage, let's say it's. One sec, Jason. Can we pause? Uh, yeah, one one second. Yeah. You were saying it gives you a chance to look back. Give you a chance to look back. So, like at the if you hit it in the last product it's available in, mm. usually by that stage you're you know you've had kind of like three months of um, products products coming out with you week by week, and you may be a bit exhausted. But, um, not that anyone is necessarily buying every every product, but. It gives you a reason then to go and find, you know, maybe maybe you say, or I wasn't going to open flagship, or I wasn't going to open stadium club, or whatever it was. But now I have one or two of these Grail cards. I wonder it's probably worth opening it in a way. Whereas can I get them all? Usually it'd be like, oh well, I'll try again next season. But do you think like how? What does this do for breakers? Is there a Grail slot? Is there some form of Grail jeopardy? You know, is there? Mm. Can they get creative? If they hit a Grail, does something happen? You know. I don't know what I don't know God knows what breakers will do with this I'd imagine if you had a Haaland slot and that came out you probably got that before knowing about it if that makes sense I think that's how, I personally think that's how they should do it before if you don't know like oh, if we don't know what the grail is whoever has the slot gets the card yeah yeah. whatever player it is it's a bonus but leave it to the breakers to figure out what they're going to do with yes. that yes breakers but, um, can write in and tell us what they're going to do with this oh I was about to say something Jason I lost it okay well we can move on anyway okay I think we all agree that this is a benefit. It's positive. It's you know, look, we all complained for a long time. That you know, look. Oh no, I remember what I was going to say. The people, people, some people think that if you collect all nine grails, you're going to get something. Do you think that's possible? Um, that, probably not. Probably not. I wouldn't hope. Yeah, you know, people seen like the quest. They said, "Oh, this looks like a, you know, it's a little bit of a yeah, an Easter egg hunt. You get them all. If you're the first one with all nine, you might." That seems a bit. Um, 
A bit optimistic. A bit optimistic. Oh. I would say let's just be happy. <laughs> Fred is. Fred is. And um, I, w- I would encourage people not to... You're stumbling over your words. You're freaking out. Not to, uh, you know, Don't exhaust try too many of your resources trying to... Complete the grail. Complete the grail in the hopes of a big, you know, prize. Yeah. But what about the grail? Well, is there a, Are you going to get a chalice? It'd be lovely if you got a chalice. It'd be wonderful. Um, Even just a display case for the nine of them would be nice. Yeah. I mean, maybe, you know, yeah. Maybe that, you know what, if you're a display case maker, you might start prepping. Yep. A very nice grail style display case, knowing someone's going to need one of these cases. Mm-hmm. Business big, opportunity. Big, big business, business opportunity. opportunity. Just been given away. If you switched on. If you switched on. Um, this is like uh, Gary V telling you to go to car boot sales. And <laughs> you just um, have to do the work. You just have to do the work. If you're willing to, if you're willing to get ahead of it, um, you'll, you'll read the benefits. Right, now, our favourite uh, hobby footballer, Tosin uh, Adarabayo, uh, had a big announcement this week over on, uh, for Fulham, of course, um, over on Instagram. You know, he has the account Tosin Collectibles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has this new project, and it's called The Huddle. Oh, yes. And so it was on Tosin's uh, thing. The project I've been working on has finally launched, he says. It's called The Huddle FC. And it's a, so far, just an Instagram page. Um, but the idea is, he says here, the page is dedicated to bringing fans, collectors, and players closer than ever before with exclusive match tickets, signed memorabilia from your favorite players, uh, uh, box breaking, and much more. Hmm. So this is like a new hobby brand being launched by certainly in the UK's hobby, UK hobby's most high profile athlete. Okay. I know, like in the states, like Mike Trout and Giannis, and all they collect cards. But but Griezmann, uh, does he collect cards? I'm not sure about the whole Griezmann thing. Somebody told me at the at our trade night that Griezmann was going to be at the trade night, the trade or at the Paris card show. Because mm. there's this account, Greasy Cards, but that's not him. But that's not him. No, I don't think it's him. At best, it's someone associated with him, but I don't think so. I think it's just like someone else. Someone else entirely. It's like you. It's like me just using a handle of a player I like. It's like football Twitter. Yeah. It's like, yeah, at Messi 10. That's not Messi tweeting. <laughs> Is that not? I don't think so. You don't think so? Anyway, so I'm, I'm unsure as to what this uh, what this huddle thing is. But um, they've been recruiting people. Obviously, you got the founder, Tosin. You got breakers. They're recruiting breakers. One, two, three. Match day host. Interesting. Oof. Mad stuff going on. What do you think about this, Enzo? What do you think about a player like this getting involved in the, in the hobby in this way? Yeah, I briefly chatted to him at, at the last London Card Show. He walked up, him and a friend, and they said, uh, "What's the price on the Hall and Blue Red Fusion?" And I said, ten grand." Mm-hmm. And I said, "That's a big one." And they just looked at it, went, "Ooh," and then walked away. Yeah, uh, but it's great to see him. You know, walking. I floor. lent him a sharpie. Did you? I did. Wow. But it's <laughs> so great, this like, is so this guy. This guy is involved. We know Soccer Cards United. Like, yeah, you're gonna see our name pop up next. Yeah. Okay, yeah, interesting. We didn't get the show. Oh, wow! Official podcast of the of the huddle of the huddle. Now the thing, the, the crazy thing is, what we don't have guests on our podcast. So if Premier League footballer Tosin Adarabayo was yeah. to ask to come on to talk about the huddle, I would have to. I would be forced to tell him. We don't do that, Tosin. I'm sorry, we don't have guests. We don't do guests. And he said, "But I'm on Sky Sports every week. I've got 120,000 Instagram followers." Sorry, Tosin. It's show policy. We don't a lot have of people guests. with hundred thousand followers want to be yeah. on the show. It's if I if I, gave, if I let you in. Do you yeah. know how many people have a hundred thousand followers? Yeah, the gates would be open. It'd be a disaster. I love it. I think it's good. 
I'm interested in it. I don't didn't fully understand what it was. When when, when he started announcing the breakers at the start, I just thought it was like a breaker squad. Mm. But now you're seeing the match day stuff, you're seeing other stuff. So it's a whole thing. And they obviously they were mentioned kind of getting people closer to the players, some opportunities, stuff like that. So Yeah, who knows? What that? We'll chat to him. But maybe we should start something that we could chat to him that's not the podcast. An interview style series. Yeah. Just to get to the bottom of this. Mm. Could be good. It would be good. Could be good. I was thinking about that, about like doing like something that's not the podcast. We don't have guests on the podcast. No, you can't be on this. People are driving to work right now, listening to this, going, yeah. this is what I want. Yeah. They're about to having their coffee. They're saying, this is what I want. If someone else was here being like, well, you know, I used to collect and then I fell out of it and then I got back into yeah. it. We, you'd, you'd, you'd want to kill yourself when you drive to work every, yeah. every day. You're on the treadmill. You don't want to hear me like, and oh, you not, and someone. Not this again. I'm Jason. That's Enzo. And this is our guest this week. No. No. No good. Jason, you're the guest this week. I'm the guest. We're guests of this podcast. Yeah. Um, but then I was thinking, if you have something else that's not the podcast that you do have guests on, mm. do you not run into the exact same issues that have caused you to have the no guest policy in the first place? You do because this is the thing, right? If you're if you're if you're Oprah, yeah, right, and we yeah. obviously put ourselves up there with Ellen the generous Oprah and, and the guy, yeah, the best of the best of interviewees or mm-hmm. the likes. Jason, maybe you have a few that you love, the late late hosts and whatnot. But like, you know what I'm saying is though. Yeah. Yeah. Say if you're a host of a big whatever. Yeah. Saturday Night Live. I don't know what you do, right? Whatever. The Tonight Show. The Tonight Show. There we go. I don't watch a lot of TV. The Tonight Show. People, people probably do message you going, oh, "Couldn't I come on?" But they obviously get ignored. You choose the guests. Well, do you know that you know agents pay and get. it's like uh, these shows, chat shows and stuff, and and all media had they have bookers. Mm. And so you, as the host of the show, are allowed a yes. level of S- separation. Separation. So that it's, uh, so if you run into somebody in a restaurant, yeah, and they say, "I asked to come on the show," you just go, I, so "I don't handle the bookings. That's crazy. Sorry, man." Yeah. Whereas if we was just this is just a we need a booker. We need a booker or a producer or somebody. We can say, "Ask our producer. We'll see if they can fit you in." And ultimately, they can. So that when we run into somebody at the national and they say, "Hey, man. Hey, man. I sent you twelve DMs about getting on the show." I don't have to say. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 sorry about don't that. Have I, I can guests. just say we don't. You say you say we don't have guests, and then go like you. Yeah, we don't have guests. You're not really for us. Yeah, we don't have guests, and if we did, but it's annoying because you, you want to ultimately, if you're doing something like that, you want to ultimately curate what you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Do you know? If you're yeah. Joe Rogan, there we go. It was at the tip of my tongue. Everyone was shouting it, going, yeah. Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan chooses who he wants to talk to. He's like, you know what? I'm interested in this person. Mm. I'll talk to him. No one's saying, hey, Joe, have me on. People are saying no, but, hey, yeah, but then Joe gets to he's, he's saying, no, I'm not going to have you on. I'm not going to have you on. You're not quite the Joe Rogan experience material. Now, do you know what? The funny thing, that's such a, a range, I feel, the Joe Rogan podcast. If, yeah. If he's telling you you're not part, you're not really in this range. Yeah. That range literally. I would not feel good about myself if Joe Rogan said, you're not really up to our editorial standard. You're not in this spectrum. Meanwhile, yeah. their spectrum literally touches yeah. everything. You got guys coming on talking about how there's dinosaurs in the Amazon. Mm. And I can't get on. You know? <laughs> But yeah, ultimately, it would be great to do that. But I do think there's a lot of politics that we'd run into. People being like, "Just let me be on the show. I just have this thing that I'm yeah. trying to sell." Yeah, but they won't. They won't say it like that. They'll say it like, "Let me talk about my journey." Yeah, let me talk about my journey to start up this grading company mm. that I did yesterday, and now I'm gonna grade everyone's cards. Mm. Do you know? But then maybe people would like. Would people be okay if we had like if we had Tosin on? Not that he's begging to come on or that we've even had he, he's to- knocking on the door <laughs> but like if, we could say to people no listen this is a you know no no then then you're just bowing down you can't not on the podcast no way no no way no way 
Because other people rate themselves up there with Tosin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're saying, I've been here since 2018. I've been here before him. Yeah, this fella's a blow-in. Come on, like, this is... Like, it, would, it would almost look like you're pandering to a celebrity, Jason. Yeah, as if I'm gone all starry-eyed. Just because he's a little bit taller than you. Yeah, he's not. Is he not? No way. Really? No way. I thought he was tall. He is tall. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Make no mistake, he is tall. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean... you got to get out of bed earlier than that to get me... Oh um, we should mention that we uh, we said it said on Monday about the ten case. No, not if you if you're listening, just pay attention for a second. We not are doing 10 a ten box. case. We are doing a ten case break. One hundred and twenty boxes of Premier League select. That's what we're doing. No, no, no. That's what we. I'm joking. We did. We did, we bought I, a I slot. Took into. Yeah, Evan Ferguson. One hundred twenty boxes. Oh, of of EPL select. Any Evan Ferguson cards that come out, except for Bayes. Except for Bayes, we get. We get. So, obviously, I'd already entered a one case break, got nothing. Mm. And so, 10 cases, surely you get, you know. A lot more. I should remember that zero times 12 is still zero. Oh, my God. Um, and so, we were thinking about maybe live streaming it or whatever, but we ended up just watching it and just texting during it. Well, we, we, we ended up finding out it was occurring. Yeah, it was because they still, I, I still don't understand to this day what happened because, to this day, three days later. Because it was like there were twenty spots left, and then all of a sudden it was going. I'm I, not quite sure what filler is in a break. I got a message at like one in the morning, being like, "It's happening right now." It's happening. Get so it. there you go. And I watched it till like the half two. Yeah. So we, I missed, I missed that. We didn't get to. I mean, it's not that we actively chose not to live stream it, but in no. hindsight, I'm glad we didn't live stream ten cases. Yeah. Can I cut in before you get into it? Sure. Because we got a hobby question from yeah. an Irishman. Okay. Cheers, mate. Do you think tops gold? Will be a better purchase over club competitions. Flagship. This is a man trying to place an order today, Jason. I just want to give him an answer. Gold a bit on our website you can get two boxes of flagship for one box of gold. Mm-hmm. Which is a better purchase for you, Jason. You're a first time, you never opened a hobby box before, you never opened anything before, you're Irish. Yeah. Go what? uh go um flagship. Do you think? Yeah. Why? Greater variety of cards. Grail chance. <laughs> That Grail has sold the deal. That Grail has sold it. I feel like gold, you get in a guaranteed auto, you have a bit of an experience, you might get a good good auto. But is it kind of... Is it a bit... It's more empty. It doesn't give you uh, the full picture of what's going on here. It doesn't give you a full hobby experience. Yeah. But if you get a good auto, you're up, and then you're kind of in it. I mean... Uh, it's a good checklist. It's a tight checklist. It's a good checklist. It's a good product. It's a strong product. Most autos are grand. Like. Yeah. I could tell them. There's a guaranteed auto in one... I mean, I, 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 if I had 180 quid to spend if I had it I don't have it yeah if I don't and I had to just I have gone to my head two boxes of flagship or one box of gold I'm opening a gold you're opening a gold no I understand what but you're saying but you've been around I know I've been around but like if you've never opened a hobby product you open flagship and you don't hit anything but you hit some beautiful parallels and inserts I know what you're saying you're saying that flagship if you've never opened up you might be like if you're actually if you're purely looking at it as an ROI tool yeah return on investment gold I think gives you a better chance yes but we're looking at it I'm looking at it more from like he wants to get into a new hobby okay but should I tell him gold has a guaranteed auto on top of tell him gold has a guaranteed auto gold has a guaranteed auto gold has a guaranteed this is all happening auto. on soccercardsunited.com forward slash store by the way for anyone Club. listening Club. Um, competitions would give the podcast is now just you typing a text idea we're just listening to you compose a text out loud 
better or why? Oh my god, we're gonna do it real time. Oh my return on investment. I don't even like he just felt it might just be a better idea of the hobby. Ripping the hobby better idea. I thought that there you go. Go to I don't know. I I give him a nothing answer. Nothing, Jason. I thought you were gonna help me. All I need you to do is align with what I thought, which was gold. Sorry. But that's it's it's Bear in mind we just we just basically told him to buy a ninety euro box, not a hundred and eight euro box, Jason. Yeah. Well this is because we're on the podcast. If you cut me off the air I'd say tell him to buy two gold. <laughs> <laughs> tell him why not both? <laughs> why not both? Um Are you a fan of SPFL Chrome? Yeah. I am, let me tell you. Sorry, Jason. We were talking about that 10 case break select that we got into. So we got into a 10 case break of select and um it was it was on golden gold breaks and the the spot was expensive, it was like five hundred five hundred and fifty dollars. Mm. Which was less than what it would cost to get into ten case breaks separately mm. for Evan Ferguson. Makes sense. But I think, you know, in reality I probably would have stopped around case three or four if If you knew what it was if like. If I knew what it was like. Um But I tell you don't that's how you miss out on hitting the big the big one. Exactly. So we're in there looking for a low numbered uh, Evan Ferguson and we came out with what, three uh, one numbered card? One numbered card. Number two hundred and thirty five. Hundred and thirty five. I believe it was a blue select. Right. We hit a red select. We hit a multicolor select. We hit a silver. Yeah. As far as breaking experience goes, it was horrible. Yeah. No, 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 no. To through no fault of the unbelievable setup of Golden Gold. Breaks. Oh no. Let me. I want to make that very clear. Yes. Completely. I love their setup. I love that they had an unpacker. There was an unpacker. There's a there's a pack. There's a. And I love the no nonsense. To be honest. Yeah. I was saying if I did a break, I'd kind of like to do it in that no nonsense way. Yeah. Of just the whole box is brilliant. So through no fault there of was him. it was like there was there was tension when there should have been tension there was hype when there should have been hype but there yeah. was no hysterics faffing about there was no faffing about no hysterics and there was no do you know what I loved not having to watch because they were all unpacked live on a, on yeah, a second that's camera what I'm you didn't have to watch the packs being open because that like wastes so much time we're busy people we have things to do yeah and they are too if they're doing a ten case break they don't have time those packs add up and of course it's like it's like well but then people are going to not trust it's like so get a camera on the pack over it's brilliant. It's unbelievable. It's phenomenal. And there was some mad stuff that came out of the... Do you know what I would like to do, Jason? What's that? If we did that... Yeah. Here's one. Tell me how you feel about this. If we did a 10 case break, which is obviously mad, Mm -hmm. I would rather have the camera on us and like a... Do you you ever like buy a pay-per-view boxing fight or something? Sure, yeah. And there's like a big build-up and there's a big wait before the actual event. Yeah. If it was just us chatting but unpacking everything. Like the unpacking happens first and we're just chatting away... Then when everything is finally unpacked, we're like, now we're doing the break. And people can tune in. So everything like, is actually on camera. It's all everything's on camera happening. Say like the yeah. break starts at nine, but we're unpacking for an hour. Yeah. But the unpacking is more of a kickback chill. It's happening for... Yeah. That would be cool. Because that's just like... It's basically just a podcast, but we're unpacking as we go. And then it's like, right, everything is officially ready. Mm-hmm. Now let's go. Because the piles of... I'm just trying to find a... At the same like, time, in this live one, like, this fella's unpacking as your man's going through. And your man's sweating unpacking to trying to get them ready. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you end up like these are whole boxes of if you see it on the screen. Yeah, that's a full box. It's a full box of select, just piles of full boxes of select. It was honestly an incredible operation that was going on. Unbelievable. Um, it was terribly disheartening to only get the one numbered Evan Ferguson. But that's the game you're in. That's the game I also, to in. be honest, in hindsight, yeah, you'd want to have done very well to like like it's Evan Ferguson. You're chasing Evan Ferguson. Mm. You're not chasing Brighton. You're not chasing Ronaldo, Messi, Haaland. You know. Yeah. Rough enough. At the best of times, I would imagine. Oh, you mean even if... I think there's a lot of 10 case breaks that go about as well as ours did. 
yeah, I, I think I, I it's it was interesting just to be in a break for that long as well. Oh my god, you went to bed for before I went the last to bed. Eight. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. That's it's I was so, in my bed just praying for that one on one so I can tell Jason when he wakes up. Hey, yeah, we got the one on one. We, we did it. The one on one was then since hit the mezzanine one. There was a few. Is that no? They're unnumbered. That's yeah. What we're looking at there. That they're just red selects. Listen, it was a good operation. It's definitely a very efficient way to get through a lot of stock and a very kind of exciting way because if you think about it, like five hundred and fifty dollars, I think it was for a ten case break of Evan Ferguson. Yeah. Some people would be like, "That's too much," but then it's like that. That was cheaper than us buying two boxes. Mm. Now, obviously, you buy two boxes, you end up with the cards, and you're going to sell them. And, da, 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 and we're we're men of culture. We like all the teams. Yeah. But like, if you're not a man of culture like us, <laughs> or if you just want, if you just genuinely just collect. One, that's what I'm saying yeah one team or one player like yeah Aaron was obviously he was a rookie so he was a chase but if you yeah. were just a Brighton fan in a normal year where Brighton didn't have big hits yeah like huge Matomo him yeah uh, in CISO um, great crack like next year when Frazzanoni if they do Serie A products still whatever who knows what's going to happen but Frazzanoni is in the mix oh go on go. you do a 10, 10 case yeah, break yeah you don't, you don't I'd be calling them saying any 10 case break you do I'm taking it yeah don't don't even offer it give it to me mm. and I'll just be buzzed with whatever and I would, don't even ship it ship it when you're done all your 10 case breaks just keep it for me and then just keep it and then yeah. do one shipment and I'll be delighted I'll just it'll be like Christmas yeah no it was um, it was very 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 good fun and very an interesting insight into the hobby do you know what I always love when I and on the rare occasions that I enter breaks and, and, and watch them live mm. I always love um, that each breaker has their own like kind of like mythos and like their own cast of like, like live streamers have like your own cast of characters that are always in the chat are always in the breaks always ready to go and there's always like yeah it's, there's always a couple of people that apparently are in every single break that this person does that aren't shopping around I don't know it's it's, it's very interesting community Jason community I, I appreciate the community aspect of breaking every time I go into it Um. okay right let's move on to your football week obviously Enzo you have not had a great football week Um. with uh, the second leg following the first leg Obviously, yeah, semi-final. Yeah, um, Milan couldn't lay a glove on Inter over two legs. Leo wasn't fit. That was my big issue. But ultimately, we were just playing different levels. Yeah, different, different levels. It looked like the, I think Inter looked like a much more experienced team. Yeah, much um, more organized team. Much more organized. Better system. Um, Latero Martinez, tiny, tiny little Latero Martinez, wasn't a header. Jumped up. He came back to get me, didn't he? He did. There's a lesson in there somewhere. Somewhere, but we're not going to find it. Yeah. Um. Yes, that was that was. But still, I mean, if you compared to where Milan were three or four years ago, you got a league title and a Champions League semi-final appearance. It's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable turnaround. But it's sickening to lose to Inter. But Certainly. it's also like it just comes down to like uh, investment. To be honest, like a lot of them, like the fact that we started Messias in a yeah. semi-final of a Champions League says a lot. Yeah. And you can also see the different the differing approaches actually in the in the squad development. Like Inter have like. You know, a lot of veterans. A lot of veterans. They've they've brought guys in on like for low transfer fees on high wages. Mm-hmm. Um, and you look at Milan's team. There are a lot of young players there. Yeah, likes of obviously Charles de Ketteler was the big hope. Yeah, if he was decent this season, he would have been starting or whatever. But it is it is what it is. I'm happy. I'm happy ultimately. And shockingly enough, it wasn't the most one sided semi final. No, because last night we had. City versus Real Madrid. Yeah. Um, and that was a very competitive first leg. Yeah. Cracking so first leg. We kind of thought... We all enjoyed it. Thoroughly. We all thought we were setting up for a feast. Yeah. At the, at the, of football. Uh, at the Etihad. And said we've seen an absolute dominated masterclass. 
Demolition Derby. It uh, was. I've never seen Real Madrid so. I've seen them beaten many a time. Yeah. But I've never seen them beaten in that manner. It was incredible. They couldn't touch the ball. It was. You're talking Tony Kroos, you're talking Luca Modric, you're talking Camavinga. Could yeah. not touch the ball. Valverde could not touch the ball. Benzema, Rodrigo, Vinicius, passenger. I thought Rodrigo was the best of best Real Madrid player on the pitch um, in the second half, anyway. Because he was the only one that was trying to put, put his foot on yeah, the ball and do anything. Right. Vinicius, I said this to you in the first half, um, Benzema obviously was up, was staying up front mm. um, on his own. Like, you know, I'll, I'll hold up the ball, I'll link up the play if we get a counter-attack. Vinicius was doing that as well. And it's like, right, Benzema is 30-odd, you know, he has the excuse, but you're supposed to be electric. Mm. and young and fit and the talisman Yeah, there was points in the game where Kyle Walker was overlapping and that's when you know the threat from them had been completely neutralised I think Walker did the exact same thing three times just sprinted down and took the ball off Phoenicius like sprinted way back yeah 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 defending yeah, yeah yeah and there was a time when like Kyle Walker couldn't get, this is the ma- magic of Pep and also the magic of unlimited resources <laughs> the magic of money yeah Walker gets put on the bench for two or three months Um doesn't play a lot in the Premier League then but he's in the squad which means when you come up against Vinicius Junior you stick Kyle Walker back in and that's that sort yeah and they, they really isolated Camavinga who ultimately is not a left back yeah and he's only 20 yeah so I think no Chouameni was a bit shocking because he had a good weekend game Um, and I don't know without Casemiro obviously the other two lads in midfield need to do a bigger job yeah and Chouameni kind of does that so it was weird to see Valverde but like mm. he's obviously been quality all year. I don't know. They just weren't that passing it guy, Jason. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, just I, I just one Champions League semi final too far for the boys. Yeah, the squads were so different as well. Like City bringing on Mares, Foden, and Alvarez. That was crazy. You know, like what's what's that? Who does that? There was a very good. Um, oh my god! But even like just the the midfield, it was unbelievable. Like the way they were all passing the ball. Yeah. Um, the overlaps Bernardo Silva De Bruyne Stones coming into midfield um, then on the other side you had uh, Jack Grealish having a great game it was just brilliant yeah the the kind of like the, the the game at play behind the game was obviously as you said the change of the guard and all that stuff and Man City's rise to Dominant. be the best team in the world for the last few years hmm. um, and there was an interesting article written by Jonathan Liu I just want to read you a little excerpt from it okay it's in the Guardian just to give you an idea so um, uh, and so one of the world's richest states spends years trying to hire the world's great, greatest coach succeeds and then gives him literally everything he needs every other club in the world with the exception of PSG has to operate within the constraints of finance or fortune every other club in the world has flaws or problems or areas they can't address right now but hope to at some point in the future Guardiola by contrast gets the staff he wants the players he wants when he wants them gets their replacements ahead of schedule so you don't just sign Erling Haaland you sign Julian Alvarez to give him a rest Calvin Phillips arrives for £45 million, doesn't play all season, and it's fine. You decide, and just reflect on the breathtaking audacity of this for a second, that you need an upgrade on Phil Foden, so up pops Jack Grealish. If someone accuses you of breaking the rules, you hire the world's greatest lawyers to shoot them down. This is perfection, but not so much the perfection of great art as the perfection of a finely executed military campaign, the perfection of unlimited wealth, the perfection of political strength, the perfection of a pointless mile-high crystal pyramid in the middle of the desert. No academy players and no Mancunian started for City last night. Does this matter? Does anything matter? Ooh. That's kind of how I... <laughs> obviously much That's more articulate than I could ever be, but... You'd never, you never... You could have got away with saying I had some thoughts. 
that's um, that's kind of how I felt watching this. I was like, <clears throat> what even are we watching? Yeah, what is it? This is like Pep Guardiola's football lab. Like, because that first half performance was the most, the best. Like, I don't even. It doesn't even feel right to say it was the one of the best performance halves of football I've ever seen. Like in terms of the performance, it was more than that. It was one of the most perfect first half performances I've ever seen. Mm. It was just like. I thought it was like hard to process what was going on. It wasn't just dominant. It was like we're faster, we're stronger, we're you know. Remember, didn't touch the ball. No, Bernardo Silva was unbelievable. Yeah, to be honest, that that reminded me a little bit in a different way to uh, Italy's Euro twenty twelve final. So twenty twelve, right? Yeah, against Spain. Yeah, where like David Silva, they I think they won four 0 as well. David Silva scored a header, mm. and I remember just being like, if David Silva scoring a header, it's not your day. No, this is not. And that's when Bernardo Silva scored that header. I had that kind of feeling. Yeah, and I think Juan Mata maybe scored a late goal and not to make a four 0 and then obviously Alvarez did there. Right, felt very similar in terms of like obviously even like it's hard for me even to look at this. Um, I look at this Man City team, Pep Guardiola. Like Pep Guardiola had such an impact on the Spanish team because he yeah. had Barcelona and a lot of their players yeah. in Barcelona. This feels very Spain back in their day. Yeah, fluid uh, passing football, unbelievable, but obviously very different. I felt like the watching I was reminded of, of Pep's Barca teams where you have that like you have a few seconds to win the ball back and like because the thing about Pep Guardiola's Barcelona is like if you go back and watch a lot of the matches like there's a few matches obviously everyone remembers and all that mm. but if you but like the reason why when Jose Mourinho took over Real Madrid why that was such a big explosion was that up to that point no one had really understood no one could do anything against Pep's Barcelona they were just kind of a perfect well-oiled machine you go back and lot, watch a lot of their matches it's kind of shit to watch because it's like this is like one side is doing brilliantly but it almost looks like the other side aren't trying that's how good Barcelona mm. were or what Man City were last night you're the, gonna look at Real Madrid going like you aren't even trying it's like we're trying the hardest we've ever tried I was looking I was like you're Real Madrid yeah I was like get your foot on the ball slow it down do something yeah. but they couldn't but you can because City are just incredible which is mad though there was an interesting stat from uh, Mr. Chip a uh, Spanish statistician uh, who always has some good ones and he says there are eight um, there are eight players who have scored two or more goals in a semi-final European Cup semi-final against Real Madrid they are Giorgio Del Monte for Milan in 1956 Gerd Muller for Bayern in 1976 Manfred Kaltz for Hamburg in 1980 Hurst Rubeck for Hamburg as well Lothar Matos for Bayern Lionel Messi for Barcelona Robert Lewandowski for Dortmund in 2013 and now 10 years after that Bernardo Silva now, I don't think anyone had Bernardo Silva brace on their bingo card for last night. Far from it. Could have had a hat-trick. Uh, could have had a hat-trick and also like won the ball back five or six times in Real Madrid's uh, box. box. Which is incredible. It was mad. I, I, it was almost sad though because like I was ready for a cracking game of football and instead yeah. we've just seen... I mean, it was utter domination which was amazing to watch because it's just something that you'll you never forget. I mean, to be honest, I think maybe the Brazil-Germany game in the World Cup yeah. where just everything went right but this was different to that because it was just... For that first half, Real Madrid could not touch the ball. No. And like that's we're talking about Modric, you're talking about Kroos, and you're talking about a slew of other world class players. Yeah. It's crazy. Courtois making brilliant saves, but like you can so sometimes there's games where like that was too good a save too soon. Like you shouldn't mm. be You shouldn't be under that kind of pressure. We're, no, we're, how are we in like this game state where you're like making mad acrobatic saves and be, and getting all pumped up like we're seven minutes into the match? Yeah, this is bad. This is bad. Um, so anyway we're going to have in Istanbul an inter-city uh, final yep and I want can neither of them win yeah that's how I feel that's um, Erling Haaland though could have had a couple could have had three 
Could have had three. Could have had three. Yeah, but didn't have any. Didn't have any, so saving them for the final. Um, saving them for the final, let's let's see. Or maybe Letara Martinez. Big header. And go full Diego Melito. Oh my god. Um, Very possible. In US MNT news, we had Fuller in Balogun, the Rass uh, striker on loan from Arsenal, uh, declare finally for the USA instead of England. So, Arsenal forward Fuller in Balogun uh, has decided to switch the international allegiance from England to the United States, and it's been approved by FIFA. The 21 year old was born to, in the US, so US citizen, born in the US to Nigerian parents but raised in England. He's played for England's under 21s but withdrew from the squad in March because of injury. He won't play at the European Championships, obviously, anymore. Uh, the change association for following Balogun from England to USA has been approved. He has 19 league on goals and 34 appearances for Rams this season. And he has said the decision was a no-brainer and that the U.S. feels like his home. When I broke the news to my family, they were all just over the moon, especially my mom. She said, what took you so long? To represent the United States means a lot, more than people would know. I'm very proud and honored to have this opportunity. I want to give everything I have to make our team successful. He previously said he would be open to representing Nigeria, but he's decided to become available for the United States, a choice he was eligible to make, having not won a senior cap for England. Have America finally found their number nine? Maybe. Who knows? He's had a very good season. I think the United States are just going to keep getting stronger and stronger. I think we're in a very transitional period still. I think it's going to take a long time to get there. But they are, I think in our lifetime, Jason, we're going to see them as one of the dominant teams. Mm. I believe it. Yes. He has obviously had a very good season in uh, uh, Ligue 1. But so did John, so has John to David and he didn't score any goals at the World Cup. Um, the rookie card situation for Fuller and Balogun is that he's in 21-22 Premier League Prism and that is his only rookie card mm. so that's quite exciting I like that um, and there's been a whole mass of sales yeah. in the last including some boxes of 21-22 Prism from SoccerCardsUnited.com oh yeah we're sold out we're sold out now yeah wow Um. so yeah So sorry you missed the ball on that but <laughs> you missed the ball um, we can restock it there's some mad stuff going on. These are these. Are, it's great to see. Like, this shows you the power of the American card market, mm. and how the Americans are the ones that are driving the market. It's like there's 300 million potential American soccer fans. So if he declares for the USMNT, that's ba boom. That moves the needle. That moves the needle. Yeah. Sometimes you wonder, is, can anything move the needle? Yes. Especially when you think of how well they played in the World Cup. Yeah. They were missing a striker. Yeah. And now they've got one. They got potentially a very very good one. So, exciting times lie ahead. Uh, bring on 2026. Oh, it's coming. And all that. Can we go? We're going. Surely. Surely we're going to go. Oh, yes. Maybe for, you know, for, for, for a, a match. Uh, two matches. Italy are uh, going to be there. Da- I hope. Is that right? I hope so. Hope so. Mancini's still going to be there? Don't know. He should have left after winning the old. Hmm. Go out on a high. All right. Speaking of going out on a high, that's us. Uh, we're back on Monday for more Soccer Cards United. In the meantime, um, be good. Have a good weekend. And uh, congratulations to Manchester City and Inter Milan. All right. Fucking Inter Milan. Mm-hmm.